good afternoon, and welcome to episode 279 of The Other Ground Live. I'm Pastor Jay, and how the hell are you guys doing today? It is, what, fucking Thursday? Yeah, it's Thursday, Thursday, uh, February 18th, 2021, here in the awesome Other Ground Live studios, coming at you. Uh, I see the OG armies forming up in the chat box, always glad to have you guys along for the ride. You guys know how it works. I'm going to say stuff. You call in uh, and talk about that stuff or talk about your own stuff. If you don't want to call in, type stuff into the chat box and I'll get to you over there the best I can. So anyways, what's everyone got going on tonight? Any interesting topics you want to throw at me? Uh, for myself, personally, just another shitty day. I felt like crap uh, basically fucking for the last month, really. And haven't worked out at all this week. I'm, I'm feeling like a piece of shit. So it's hard to be uh, happy and motivated, really, when I'm not working out because it's tied into my... Uh, uh mental health at this point not that i think i'm getting all big and buff or uh anything like that but when i work out it makes me feel like i at least accomplished something for the day that i wasn't a lazy asshole the entire day and uh being sick and not being motivated to work out it's kind of a bummer i'll be glad when the summer's here or at least the spring or at least some more motivation or if someone wants to send me some that'd be goddamn awesome my wife is uh not happy with me uh um this this week is the first week that i started really skipping workouts because i haven't felt well even though it's been like a couple weeks and she's of the opinion i should have been not working out the entire couple weeks so she's kind of enforced a no workout thing because she thinks i need to rest and recover really come on or uh but let's be realistic yeah i'm uh, probably about as rested and recovered as i'm gonna be so that's why i normally like to push through workouts even when i'm not feeling well because to be totally honest with you guys i'm rarely feeling well there's normally something fucking wrong uh i don't like to talk about it too much because no one likes to uh, be a complainer no one likes a complainer but that's kind of my show so (laughs) you guys hear it anyways uh but yeah so that's why i like to work out uh uh, even when i'm not really feeling into it because um I firmly believe consistency is very important for any kind of workout routine. That, that's where you get results from. You don't have to go hard. You have to go consistently. So I, that's why I hate uh, missing workouts. Honestly, when I'm on my game, that's why I like to work out five or six days a week. Because that way, if you miss one or two, it's not a huge deal. You still got three or four workouts in. But when you drop it down to three workouts a week, and then you start missing one or two of them, well, then really, you're not working out anymore. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's see what you guys are talking about in the... Uh, chat box oh bad things about me <laughs> uh let's see oh mr uh john targaryen apparently is having a birthday in a couple of days two days from now you'll be closer to 50 than 40 which makes you 46 so you're right around my age you know uh, as you guys know i'm 47 so i'm not a spring chicken but i'm certainly not old yet 47 is uh like uh not really that big of a deal i think once you start hitting 60 or 65 yeah then you you know then you're probably going to start feeling old. But if you keep, uh, but if you take care of yourself, really 45, 50, 55, that's not that big of a deal anymore, you know? So that's why I'm upset with myself because I should be doing better than I am. All right. Let's see what else we got to talk about today. Uh, I got a couple topics, actually, if you guys don't have anything to uh, throw at me off the bat. Um, one of my favorite ones for today is uh, I don't know how into science stuff you guys are in. But they land, managed to land a Mars rover on the uh, on Mars today. Uh, I can't remember what they called it. It was Persistence. I can't remember. Fucking something like that. Uh, I think it was Persistence, and they, what they named the rover. rover. And it's a really interesting process uh, to see how they land one of those things, because it's a multi-step thing. Um, 
when you think about them trying to land something on another planet, you think of like, you know, some sort of like fucking device that they shoot through uh, space and then it opens up and then it falls to earth and like this fiery red streak. And then a, a whole bunch of um, uh, parachutes pop out and it lands. And that's not really how it works. I mean, there are parachutes involved, but uh, there's quite a bit more to it than that. Um, and uh, forgive me if I get any of the parts wrong. I was just, I just watched it once, so I, I might be wrong. But how they work that shit is, uh, you know, they launch it on the top of a rocket and, you know, then the stages separate and just the lander goes on to Mars and it takes fucking a really long time for it to get there. Um, then on the way in, uh, it doesn't just fall. I mean, if uh, they have a specific spot that they want it to land in and they accomplish that by a couple few different things. Uh, the first one is that the lander itself has rockets on it. So, so while it's... Um, so once it enters the atmosphere, it starts triggering those rockets to spin it and flip it around to, to get it in position and push it toward where they want it to land. Then after a certain point, uh, parachutes pop out, which is one of the big ones. They all, the uh, people launching it all cheered and clapped and went woohoo when the parachutes popped out. And that slows it down a whole bunch. Uh, I think they said the uh, top uh, deceleration Gs that the rover experienced uh, was uh, 10 Gs. So that's, that's a lot of G's, but that won't, that's not even like kill a person G's. So technically we could drop the person in like this. <laughs> uh, I'm sure there's more to it. Uh, but the next stage is, but it doesn't just pop out a parachute and then land. It pops out a parachute. It goes for a while. And then from what I could tell, it releases those parachutes and pops out a fucking flying drone, like a rocket a jet assisted drone that then pops out of the top of the lander while still attached to it. Uh, by like cables and shit and starts to slow down the the uh, la uh, lander that way and then once it reaches that point basically it does like a sky hook thing where the the drone is flying there and it lowers the uh rover onto the ground for the last part so that it basically lands with you know wheels up and ready to go and that's fucking a really interesting way to do it <laughs> you know uh and it sounds obviously like a really complicated like overly complicated yeah, you think just maybe some rockets on the lander and some parachutes would do it, but this is the second time that they've dropped a, a rover on Mars doing this method, so obviously they know what they're doing with it, and it's necessary, and it's just a fucking really cool uh, technology that they're using and, and how they got there. And and I realize this is not a, probably a subject a lot of you guys care about, but it's a passion of mine because uh, I'm really big into space exploration uh, not because of, oh, aliens and Star Trek and all that good stuff, uh, but mostly because I think it's a really, really good idea to not have all of our eggs in one basket. Uh, and the Earth is just one great big basket for all of our eggs. And eventually, and this is this is going to happen. It's not a maybe, it's a is. Um, one of two things are going to happen. One, we're going to fuck up the planet. Uh, that's probably pretty likely, likely looking at the way we're going. Um, and that's not something that me or you really have to worry about, but that's something our grandchildren or great grandchildren uh, will probably have to worry about. And two, uh, and this is the one I say, that's not a, maybe it's a, it's a win. Eventually another good comet or, uh, asteroid is going to fucking hit the earth and wipe us all out. It's, it's, it might be a hundred years from now. It might be a thousand years from now, but it's going to happen. It just is. That's just the way fucking science and fucking the cosmos work. Uh, you, you look at the earth, you can see tons of times where we've been hit by, some pretty good sized asteroids. Uh, those two things being the case, it's monumentally stupid for us not to try to explore space and colonize other planets. And I know that's really crazy talking, uh, you know, me sitting here in, in you know, the year 2021 talking about actually colonizing other planets uh, and hopefully in other solar systems. Once again, you don't want all your uh, eggs in one basket. So it, 
really the goal of mankind in general should be to spread across the entire fucking galaxy to the point where if a planet blows itself the fuck up, it doesn't mean nothing for the human race. Um, so yeah, so that's, so that, that that's why I'm big into the science thing. Uh, I've read a lot of science fiction when I was growing up, so uh, it made an impression on me. <laughs> All right. So, uh, let's see. What else do you guys want to talk about today? And I had another topic too. There's more than one. Um, oh, possible. Well, I'm going to complain and whine some more. That's great. <laughs> no, it's, it's not whining for me. It's whining for my pet. Apparently one of my dogs has like a kneecap thing. I, I guess this is a chihuahua thing or, or small dogs in general, but like she will dislocate one of her kneecaps and she's a little tiny dog. She's a chihuahua pit bull mix and it's one of her back legs. So I'm not sure how it's happening. I mean, she jumps up and down on things all the time, but she lands on her, you know, on her front legs. So this, this locating the leg, uh, the kneecap on the back leg is a weird thing. And it bums me to fuck out. I love my little dog. Um, didn't want to, didn't want pets. That's then this is exactly why I didn't want pets. Cause I hate being attached to things. I don't like caring about shit. It's a lot easier not to care <laughs> a lot less heartache. Uh, but now I do love the little fucker. So I'm watching her limp around and there's not a goddamn thing you can do. According to the pet, uh, we have some like, you know, minor pain pills we can give her, which we have. So, so, you know, she, uh, and all that does is make her forget that it hurts. So you'll see her step on it and then pick it up again and put it down, pick it up again. So it's a uh, make makes me unhappy. <laughs> I guess I'm a soft heart because I, I don't like uh, I don't like seeing animals in pain, you know, at all. Um, there's a thread on the OG right now about uh, some tourists, uh, and I is and I assume this is in New Orleans or Florida or someplace that has alligators. That's 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 pertinent to, pertinent to the story. Um, <clears throat> Because apparently it's a video of some tourists standing on a deck by the water, throwing like food to uh, wild hogs uh, to entice them to get closer and closer to the water where there's a big ass alligator sitting there. I didn't watch the fucking uh, the video clip at all because I don't I, I don't need it in my life. <laughs> I yeah. Uh, uh, what's going on, boss? Fucking oath, you cons. What are you doing? Not much, dude. Just doing a show. How are you doing today, boss? I'm I'm doing well. I I was imploring. Um, my mother to call in because she's got little rat dogs like you. Oh yeah. And um, I don't, I don't know if she's had any trouble with uh, dislocating kneecaps. So I was trying to get her to call in. Oh, right on. Yeah. Isn't that a weird fucking thing? I mean, I know different breeds have different issues, uh, but you know, I didn't, I didn't know it was a little dog thing to have dislocating knees. And speaking of which, hi mom, how you doing? Hi there, honey. Um, I have heard of dislocating knees, um, particularly in the tiny, tiny breeds. Um, not the min miniature pincers like I have, but yeah, it's pretty common. Huh. And, and there's nothing you can do about it, huh? I mean, like now, uh, I haven't spent a ton of money on it, but you know, I do love my little dog. Yeah. There's not really awful lot. You got to be careful when he's jumping around, where he's jumping to, what he's doing. Um, but you could spend a ton of money and probably have surgery done. <sighs> Damn. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey Ma. What? Ma, can you say can you say uh, miniature pinchers again? Miniature pincer. Oh, it's pincer. My bad. It sounds like Spliff said that or Axel said that. Minther pincer. No. Hey, hey, Jay, did you did you bring the other um, pet in the house? Is it tormenting your little kitty? Oh no, not yet. Uh, apparently, they had a better day a couple days ago, and so. Uh, like she was able to go in and pet the cat for a while. It was friendly. And I think the husband's starting to warm up to the idea. So, so far I haven't heard anything else about it, which is a good sign. That's good. That's good. Although 
everybody would be fine in your pack, I'm sure. Yeah, well, right, right Mom, now we're I, still dealing with the, the kitten. I'm actually driving out to Michigan to uh, party with um, Sly Dog and Jay. We're getting <gasps> hookers and coke, and I'm actually picking up the Maine Coon, and I'm going to bring it over here to my pack. So I don't know if you're more concerned about me getting the main coon or more concerned about the strippers and coke, but either way, it's going down. It's it really is more the coke than the strippers. <laughs> Whatever you have to do, Mike. Um, you're gonna drive to Michigan <laughs> to get the main coon? No, I'm just talking shit. That's what I do. Uh, I was gonna tell you, you know, Canada's still closed, so you're gonna have to drive all the way down and around to get there. I can't get into Canada. No, no. actually, you have to. They, they'll, yes, no. You, you they say you cannot you, uh, travel to Canada for like non-business reasons. So there's no, you know, tourist travel. Like if you're a truck driver delivering loads and shit like that, you can still go back and forth to Canada. But for not, you'd have to. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure if like picking up a cat. Well, Jay, Jay, yeah. if you if if you didn't hear me talk about coke and and strippers. I'm going to Michigan to deliver fucking loads, son. <laughs> so they ought to let me in fucking Canada, if you know what I'm saying. And I think I you do. What's up, dude? I got issues. What's going on? Oh, yes. I just came to this guy. Came, I wanted to call and say hi to my favorite New York cop and his mom. What's up? What's up, brother? What's up, bro? We haven't talked in a while. Fuck yeah, bro. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, it's Fuck yeah. Yeah. Hi, Tanner's mom. <laughs> I'm doing fine, dear. How about you? I'm great. You raised a really good kid. He he pretends to be a tough guy, an asshole like me, but he's not. I can tell he's a good guy. I know he really is. Thanks so much. How's your uh, How's your governor doing out there? Are they uh, out there yet? Governor Pat Riley? Oh, we don't even pay attention. We you know, he's an asshole. He's up there. We all know. I think he's probably in French Laundry today, having a nice nice dinner or lunch. I thought it was Gavin Newsom. Well, I call him Governor Pat Riley because he looks like Pat Riley. Oh, his hair back. Oh, so he looks like the dude that was the coach from the Heat then. Yeah, Lakers. Yeah. Yeah. I figured I'd throw that in there. That was good. But no, that guy's like. That's the problem with California is they're so apathetic about the whole thing. They don't realize that, oh, maybe we shouldn't have voted for all Democrats every day, everywhere till it like then until shit hits the fan. And now everyone's like going, what happened? How did this happen? Yeah. So. yeah. All right. Well, it was great to talk to you guys. I'm going to sign off and let you do your chatting. Oh, uh, well, thanks for calling in, Mom. All right. Okay, love you guys all. Uh, love, you, mom. Mom. love you, mom. Bye-bye. Love you, mom. Bye-bye. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye. I'm sorry, bro. I just had to tell her that she raised a good boy because you're a good boy, dude. God I know damn you. I know you're a tough guy and all that, but you're a good dude, bro. You're a good uh, dude. I, I appreciate you that. Save people. Mr. Jiu-Jitsu, can I talk for a second, please, sir? Misogyny. Oh, rude. Get, get, no, no. There's no misogyny here. I just want to say that Penner's mom is no rookie mom. You can't just come in here and start kissing up to her and think she doesn't know you're a punk, buddy. She knows you're up to no good. She's seen all kinds of kids come through here and try to kiss up to her. She knows what you're up to. <laughs> well, wait till we get Jay's white claw here see what I do. That's a classic technique. Get Jay's wife on, and I'm going to try to get her out to L.A. to make some money, bro. So He probably has drugs in his hand. I'm just saying. Dude. 
seriously hacker i i will tell you my mom always fell for the fucking the eddie haskell asshole in the crew that was so nice to her like how are you doing mrs tenor That's Dude, me, she though. always she always fell for that fucking guy <laughs> I really, Dude, think he's a, I really think he's a nice a nice guy, Michael. Meanwhile, he's fucking sticking up kids on the corner and shit. <laughs> that's comedy. You just said Eddie Haskell. That's totally that's my mom tells me. Don't you just be your Eddie Haskell self? When like I fully have an Eddie Haskell shtick, I do. Which you just saw actually. <laughs> and there you go. And there yeah, you, you go. You're not fooling anybody. <laughs> uh, but not the hacker. No. Well, hey, fuck yeah, bro. So, what do you guys want to talk about? Uh, you guys heard me talking about that science shit. I'm assuming you guys aren't into any of that. What it, about no, I'm just out here, bro. I wasn't listening. Oh, I, I was talking about I the, uh, the uh, entire Mars rover landing on Mars shit. Do uh, you guys have any interest in that, or is that like not your thing? Yeah, they did that shit like right around the corner from where Jiu Jitsu went to high school. They just filmed that shit. Yeah, yeah. they just yeah they just landed like one in, on Mars like two hours ago or an hour or two ago, basically. It was actually in a studio. It's all in a studio. It's all in a studio, bro. It's all in a studio, bro. That shit's not for real. Fuck out of here. <laughs> bro, that's just fucking that that's fucking El Mirage, dude. They're just out of the fucking dry lakes. You'll see that you'll see that same spot where they do all those car commercials. Whenever you see some asshole driving a car in the desert, same spot. Hold on, I'm gonna do I'm gonna I'm gonna do J Jitsu. Hold on. Fuck yeah, bro. They fucking filmed that like right next to where Ralph Macchio got beat up on the beach. Fuck yeah, bro. That's where they film that shit. <laughs> Fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Clearly, we need another topic. This one well at all. It's either it's either by the beach part or it'll be by where uh it'll either be there or by where Phoebe Cates did her pool scene. That's usually the two oh. that I'll fucking I usually okay, drop because I used to live right by there. Okay, new topic. Bonnie McMurray. 80s, 80s Best hockey. scene ever. Yeah. Yes. Phoebe Cates all day. Yeah, yeah. yeah Fuck yeah, off, Phoebe Cates. Oh, there's, there's there's a couple contenders though. Uh, Ferris Bueller's uh, girlfriend. And nope. Yeah, as well. Are you talking about Sloan, Sloan Peterson? Peterson? I want Phoebe. Yes, I, I I'll take Phoebe yeah. Cates over Sloan Peterson. Pardon I love her, but friends, yeah. But you're an yeah. asshole. An asshole. Me too. Pardon my it's, friends. It's you're an asshole. <laughs> Dude, Ferris Bueller, fucking Ferris Bueller, uh, fucking Art Rooney's principal office. That's the principal's office at El Camino Real High School in Woodland Hills, California, where I went to high school, buddy. So that, oh, I had okay. Art Rooney's fucking principal's office. See? Told you I could pull this shit. I, I could do this I shit all fucking day. With your bad <laughs> knee, Ed, you shouldn't be throwing Ferris Bueller anywhere. <laughs> Have you, has anyone watched the new, the new season of... Uh, Cobra Kai, is it worth checking out or what? I, I haven't seen any of the seasons of Cobra Kai. I, I know, listen, I, I love that show. I don't care how everybody says, oh, it's so woke once it got into the second season. I don't care because uh, Johnny Lawrence is the man. He doesn't care about anything, and he says whatever comes to mind. When that kid came into the dojo in the first season with his with his hair lip, he just started calling him lip. That's amazing. That's great TV. <laughs> Billy Zapka, Billy Zapka, El Camino Real High School Wrestling, Goffman's Gorillas. He, he's the man. School. I can throw this. I can do this shit all day, bro. <laughs> all day, bro. All day, bro. Fuck yeah, bro. No, but yeah, uh, the, uh, uh -oh. the, uh, 
My wife just walked that, that, in. That oh done. shit! Right, so, that's over now, huh? Dude, you guys, you guys, you gotta settle down a little bit. There's a half a Jew broad in the house right now. Oh goddamn! Oh, oh shit. Which, which means I, I feel like I should go grab her something. Does she need anything? Yeah, I should tell you about the time we were we were in this bar. It was before we were married. We were in this bar. This is. I'm just gonna segue into one of my stupid stories. But we were in this bar one time. And it was packed full because we live in a college town and it was packed full of college kids and the music was bumping and it was like shoulder to shoulder. And then somebody dropped a glass or a bunch of glasses because it was loud as shit. And all you heard was smash. And it got really, really fucking quiet. And I yelled out like I didn't even hesitate. It got really quiet. I yelled out. Mazel tov. <laughs> Everybody there looked at me like I was a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> that would have worked here in LA. It'd have been fine. Or everyone just screams, "It's a Greek restaurant!" <laughs> right? Yeah. So, uh, oh, so here's another question for you guys. Um, I talked about this yesterday, but neither of you guys were around. So I wanted to hear opinions opinions on it. You guys seen that entire Pat is healthy thing that's been going around lately? What healthy thing? I'm in. A, I'm yeah. in the land of healthy. Uh, well, no, there, there, there is a growing group of people that insist that they can be fat and healthy. Oh, oh I saw, I saw that, yeah. I saw that, that video with that fat girl with the, with the mustache talking about the BM, the BMI and the obesity right. stuff. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm yeah. morbidly obese on a BMI index. I am morbidly obese for sure. Yeah, me too. And, and, and she, but I'm not, she is not wrong in the BMI index being kind of being off, uh, but. She, you know, all these people that make this argument argue that since you know uh, that they exercise or do whatever they do, whatever it is that they do, that the fact that they're carrying extra weight doesn't matter. They're like, you can be fat and healthy, and um, no, I'm sorry, you cannot. No, 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 it matters. It matters, and it's it's just an excuse that people use because it's a. I mean, we're in a world where it's you know that everyone gets a trophy generation how has taken over our fucking planet with you know justify my shitty behavior my shit so now healthy people are fat you know because you're gonna shame you don't shame them or whatever the fuck it is you know as opposed mm-hmm. to just being like yeah you're a fat fuck the way it used to be when you were a gen x or a, or a baby boomer our generation mm-hmm. you know modern right. generation and, it's and- oh I, w- I didn't get the right i didn't no one taught me how to eat correctly when i was a kid or some shit you know and then there'll be some excuse for it. Yeah, and meanwhile, everybody's medical insurance goes up because we're paying for people with diabetes or or the sugar. You know, that's what the rednecks call it around here. I love it. I love hearing an old timer. You don't even have to be a redneck, but when you hear about the old timers around here, I don't know if it's about like when you guys are from, but the old timers around here when they'll say, "Oh, how did Bonnie die?" Like you didn't hear? No, I didn't hear. The sugar got her. I love. I love it. When oh they no! I never heard that. Good. Sugar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've heard that. That's some flyover shit right there. The sugar <laughs> got her. What's going on, Sly? The sugar. <laughs> we got Sly on the line, although I think he's a- AFK at the moment. So we'll, we're we will be looking. Sly for dogs it. out there. Yeah. Sly dog, what are you doing? You're spending money right now on your daughter, aren't you? You at Starbucks? No, yeah, he's on mute right now. He's probably at Starbucks spending money on his daughter. <laughs> he's getting a double caramel caramel latte. Caramel right macchiato. <laughs> That's right, a, ma- a macchiato. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I love those. At one point, uh, when I didn't give a shit about my health, I was stopping at Starbucks and getting a quad shot caramel latte every day. 
Uh, oh, yeah. Triple Vente Caramel Macchiato. I used to love those things, dude. Yeah. Fuck yeah. They, like, like, four cups like of a coffee Starbucks, the, the, the triple shot of Starbucks, like what you call it a triple Vente, I guess, is when you get a big <laughs> one with the extra shot. And then uh, that or Baja Fresh. Either one of those two fucking stores, you're shooting, your ass is screaming within an hour, dude. I'd be, it's like an instant enema with either one of those. A Baja Fresh, <laughs> for some reason, and then a caramel macchiato. If you want to clean out, those are the best things to clean out with. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, I just stopped doing it because not, not only is it kind of expensive and I have coffee at both my house and my work, so stopping to get coffee on the way to work, you know, uh, seem kind of silly. Plus the fact that fuck God knows how much fucking sugar is in it. And you probably shouldn't drink four shots of four cups of coffee in like the space of a 20 minutes. <laughs> so, oh, but, dude, I crush yeah. coffee. I, I'll drink for like 40 ounces of coffee. If you let me like in a sitting. Oh yeah. I, I, I stop, dude. I, well, go ahead, boss. My, uh, my step, my, my wife's sister is hardcore Starbucks manager. Oh. Worked there since she was like 18. So brings us, she used to bring me free pounds of anything fun and all sorts of stuff, you know? And so I got really into coffee, doing the French press and the whole deal, you know? And then after a while, it was too much of the sugar because I, I, I can't drink that sugar. shit black. But the sugar got to me, so I switched back to uh, – and then I started – I think I gave myself like started to give myself an ulcer or something from drinking it too strong or whatever. I just started getting kind of like wigged out if I'd have it – too much. Now I've been drinking tea for oh, last six months. Let me let me tell you this story. We we started making cold brew here, and we made cold brew. And I didn't realize that you need to cut that shit with water. We made cold brew here one time, and I drank like twenty ounces of it, and completely lost my mind. Like I didn't hurt tweak anybody or anything, dude. It was unreal. I thought I was gonna die. My heart was like skipping beats and then beating like six times to catch up. It was it was awful it was it was the yeah. it was the worst thing yeah, I, I started I getting it, it go ahead boss go ahead jay oh, as i say uh i was gonna say i think it was either ralphie may or maybe fucking uh uh the the fat uh, mexican guy i can't remember his fucking name gabriel Iglesias. one of them told a pretty good joke about cuban coffee like that well i think it was ralphie may to be honest with you apparently down in, in florida they make cuban coffee which is really super duper mm -hmm. fucking strong and yeah, so that's bomb, a, dude. You get shots of it. Of it. Yeah. yeah. They gave him a little cup of it. He says, What's this bullshit? Yeah, she goes, I wanted a cup of coffee. So I guess they gave him an entire cup and it fucked up his life just like it did yours. That dude like is a, one. I know he's Turkish dead, coffee. but that's a that's a guy should not be drinking fucking coffee right from yeah. the jump street. <laughs> his heart's way too large for that. Not that it matters anymore, but Wow, yeah. That was one of those people that when they died, you're like, oh, okay. I mean, there was no surprise at all. No one was like, I oh expected God, that a lot God. sooner. I had him in my death pool five years before he died. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah that's exactly. like when you wanted Patrice O'Neill to take it to get on a diet, but you knew that motherfucker wasn't either. I was bummed about Greg Giraldo the most that because that show Tough Crowd was the best show. Yeah, and that dude was that. very intelligent. That guy was like a very very intelligent dude. It wasn't he? A yeah, I love that guy. That, no, I just par he? party too hard, too many doxies. You know, oh, opiates, yeah. I think, is what got him. They they uh, all get, I don't know. It seems like everyone went from, in L.A. at least, everyone went from doing coke and speed back in the 90s and early 2000s to when, once Afghanistan war started popping off, everyone went back to, like, heroin and shit from the 70s. Like, <laughs> yeah. it was weird. Like, all of a sudden, like, hillbilly heroin, the oxys started popping up, and black tar heroin, and then all of a sudden, all these... So, like, I'm older, so everyone did coke and fucking tweak when I was a kid. 
Mm-hmm. So everyone died though is dying from that heroin or oxycotton shit. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys, guys kind of people like... around that used to do coke. You know, you, you, tons of them. You're like, oh, I used to do coke in the eighties. That was a lot, a lot of fun. You don't have a lot of people that say, oh yeah, I used to do a lot of heroin. <laughs> you know? You yeah, no, you that's a. Uh, my best friend does... was a, a really good fighter, and he fucking he got in with a stripper. Um, was popping. He had fucked his knee up. Was popping oxy's too many times, and then. Eventually, like the last time we went to a UFC fight, it was the one where he snapped his neck. When when did Anderson Silva s- snap his leg? Whenever that was, I hung out with him that night, and then like he had to keep going to his car, and I'm like, "What the fuck? Are you smoking this shit now?" He was like, "Yeah, bro." And he's fucking. He had gotten. He had gone from the oxies to the fucking black tar shit, and he was dead within a couple months. You know? Yeah. Can, can, I, can I? Can I? Can I throw? Can I throw a name out and see if that's who it is or no? It's no one famous, but go ahead. Oh, wasn't that Shane, dude? Shane Dal uh, Rosario or whatever. So, no, no. It was my buddy Henry. He was a he fought. He had a, he had some pro fights. I think he did. He think I think he did mostly smokers back in the day. He was a dude I trained with a lot. He was a Machado guy. Mm. Um, mm. And just a good dude, like you know, fuck up like me, but that had changed his life or whatever he trained his his little brothers now fucking sheriff little badass trained with alberto crane for a long time i don't know if you remember who that guy was he he, he had a few fights in the ufc mm-hmm. but uh, oh, you know what fucked me up yeah, is that, that, that levin's that, <laughs> that levin's dude that ended up killing his fucking girl and then eating a bullet oh my cousin went to school with war high school with war machine and he oh, was like, yeah, he was a really nice dude, like a break dancer, wasn't fucking psycho at all. And then just like, then he hit TV or something. He like got, became loked out once he got older and hit the drugs. No, his, but... his, his father died, I think, in front of him and it fucked him up. Is that yeah, what it was? Cause, yeah, cause yeah I, his I father had a heart attack or something. Yeah, because I remember him being on the uh, the Ultimate Fighter, and other than having a poor taste in practical jokes, he didn't seem like a bad or weird dude then, you know? I think he actually went to the Citadel. I mean, he 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 was at a, at a military college for a while. Oh. Yeah, the dude said he was a he was just a really good. He was a good, my my cousin was a hip hop kid, so he's like he's a break dancer with him and shit, you know. But like a nice, my cousin's not like me. Like most, I'm the fucking maniac of my like my uncles and older family are maniacs like me, but no one my generation other than me is the fucking menace that you know. Great, great. You've all heard me. Yeah, <laughs> out to be. Yeah, um, and it's funny. Fucking, I know a guy that um, I partied with back in the day. Nothing serious. We smoke, I smoke pot, and made a little coke here and there. Uh, that was nothing but a partier. And this is like twenty years ago. And I ran into him again on Facebook uh, recently, within like the last six months. So I went to like the bar and hung out with him again. And after I saw him, he went to college for like I can't don't have no clue what his degree is exactly, but it basically he's got a degree in substance abuse. Because um, like now what he does is like he uh, works with this organization that goes from like uh, go uh, that does everything they can for like drug people. Like the, he, it's a. a one of the organizations that believes in like decriminalizing all the stuff and treating the people instead of prosecuting them. Like one of the things he does is go from police station to police station and drop off like packages for like if uh, fucking like uh, addicts come in and you know and want help or some shit like that. And it's amazing 
to that this isn't actually a job that he gets paid for, but I'm so proud of him because he found something that fell into his you know, like his lifestyle perfectly. He spent his entire life being a drug addict, and now he, he works to help drug addicts. Well, that's a pretty common story, actually, I'd say. Like, what do you think, Tenor? Do you get that out there by the ex-junkie that now always talks to that now wants to work with drug addicts? It's kind of a common thing out here in, in L.A. where uh, yeah. you, turn it, you ruin your fucking life and then you become a junkie, you go to rehab, and now you work at the rehab. And it's cool yeah. because, hey, fucking whatever can save you, you know, whatever hell your day works. But sometimes it's hard to talk to old friends because they're so part of that program now and it saved their life, but you can't really, they're not the same person. You know what I mean? Right, like they're right. yeah, like, that's... like we're the stupidest fucking kids I went to high school with. Right. Uh, fucking, but a good dude. Like he's, he's, I haven't seen him on Facebook since Trump lost. Cause he went full fucking Trump tard. Um, <laughs> he went, he, he was a Mexican crip, uh, half Jewish. He's a fucking mess, right? Becomes a junkie and then goes to jail, blah, blah, blah. Now he's a fucking drug counselor, right? Oh, and yeah. uh, and now he's posting all this Trump shit on fucking Facebook all day. Just now he's, now he's the smartest guy in the room, right? He's the fucking... <laughs> it's like, why is it always the stupidest kid that never paid attention in school is always the one posting the most politics shit? Regardless of which side, that's yeah. how it works out here. It's always the fucking biggest retard that's that's spewing out the most venom. So once Trump lost, he's been missing in action. But before that, he gave me a big old fucking, I'm getting my master's in drug psychology or some fucking shit to say, mm -hmm. you know, because now all of a sudden he's the, he's a fucking intellect, a grand intellect because he smoked so much crack. He can talk to other crackheads about smoking crack and how to stop smoking crack. So right. great. And of course, so. there's the other type of recovering addict, the ones that don't go with the I'm a counselor and I and I need to, you know, save everybody else. Uh, although they but actually they do. They just do it in a different way. These ones are the ones that aren't counselors. These are people that have found God. Um and oh, now gee, the God, yeah. can find God. You know? I'm sure you guys will run into yeah. that one too, right? And don't get me wrong, Dude. there's nothing wrong with religion, and if you and if you use religion to help you get off drugs, good, that's a good use of religion. Uh, but to see somebody that I've done known done scandalous things for like a good portion of their life now daily posting about Jesus and God and all this good stuff is it's I don't know, it strikes me it's kind of hypocritical. Well, the thing I always said about it was kind of like like I went to a like I went to a, a, a I guess was, I went to a different private school. So I went to one that was I, th I think I went to two Southern Baptist and one Catholic, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so the Southern Baptist school is now evangelical, right? And so my mm -hmm. thing is, is this evangelical thing came around in the late 80s, early 90s. Before that, it was just you're a fucking Christian, whether you're a Methodist, uh, whatever. But like, obviously, the evangelical was around before that, but it like really got popular with the baby boomers once they started going into AA and going through... Um, rehab. That's right. when in the late late 80s, early 90s, you start seeing all the baby boomers doing this fucking evangelical shit, like George Bush, like a lot of people, right? And so you would see it, like, all of a sudden, like, why is it, I've always wondered, is it, like, what, why is it the person that uh, didn't need to go to rehab, that lived an okay life, didn't go such to an extreme that they had to fuck their life up and go to rehab and repent and do all this shit. Why are you talking to these people as if they're the in judgment? 
Because you're the fucking idiot that ruined your life that had to go do this shit. The guy right, who right. is just a good a good person all this time doesn't need to hear your fucking mouth. You know what I mean? No one wants to yeah. hear the guy that like went part. No one wants to hear me talking about moral values when I worked at a fucking porn company. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> what exactly. the fuck are you talking about, bro? You know, there's nothing wrong with even having a message. I can understand that. Like I said, I, it it dramatically changed their life and it saved them from possibly death. I can understand why they feel strongly about that. But you still don't need to shove it in people's face day in and day out. That doesn't that doesn't convince anybody of anything. <laughs> Uh, well, that's the problem with it is, is there's a there's a there's a Bible verse in there that they talk about that you're supposed to go evangelize and you're supposed to go spread the word. Right. So they take that. They they, they, they they focus on that instead of the judge, not lest you be judged yourself part. And they focus on that instead of a lot of other things. Um, so they're going to go hobbyist fucking their shit the same way a Muslim guy is going to do it. And now the school I went to that used to teach science and like they wanted to skip me grades when I came out of that. Um, now my best friend's daughter, they pulled out of there and they wanted to put her back a grade because she didn't know any science. Cause they ended up teaching fucking dinosaurs and humans running around in caves together. Oh, like, dude, that, I'm sorry. And that, not only is that ridiculous, it should be fucking illegal. It really should. Uh, there should be a law that schools are not allowed to teach things that are not fucking facts. You know, and if your religion believes that dinosaurs and, and people were walking along together, there's something wrong with your fucking religion. Yeah, well, that's the thing, though. Is, is again, I'm not. Wait, wait. You mean I, are I, you like are you you telling me Neanderthals and dinosaurs didn't walk together? <laughs> I mean, no, no. Seriously, seriously, Jay. Listen, I know we've all watched the documentary Land of the Lost, but if humans, <laughs> if if fucking if Neanderthals and dinosaurs didn't fucking walk together, how do you explain slee stacks, fucker? <laughs> how do you explain that? Look, I'm not going to go into the slee stack, slee stack conspiracy theory right now. Okay, just just let me assure you. <laughs> That that was not real. At no point did I'm telling you a slee stack is a hybrid human dinosaur. In in anybody that tries to refute that, the evidence is there in the documentary. Dude, there's it's even in the other documentary they live. You the slee those are the yes. slee stacks all grows up. What was that? I didn't, oh, was that? I didn't, I didn't get that. <laughs> Have you ever seen They Live, Jay? Uh, oh, 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 you, oh, the Roddy Piper movie. Yeah, I, mean, you know, I, I don't think I've ever seen the entire thing from start to finish. Oh, losing you, get bro. Yeah, they're Those evolved, highly stacks. evolved, highly evolved sleeve stacks. Yeah, I've, you know, I've like never seen the movie from front to back. At the end of the movie, the thing he blows up at the end of the movie is what triggers Skynet. Oh, it's all connected. It's all, By the way, you're you're dude, you're a little bit you uh, distant. You know, yeah. Turn up yeah. the volume. This is a, a finely tuned fabric of technology that we're talking about. That's actually created this world that we're living in. Yeah. Okay. Now. You know what? Just for that, I'm, I'm bringing your mom back on. Hi, mom. <laughs> hey, I got to tell you guys, this is the funniest bit of crap I've ever heard. I'm in, <laughs> I'm in this 55 plus community walking around outside with headphones in, laughing my guts out. <laughs> all these old people are looking out of their windows at me. <laughs> It's really good. A good show, Jay. A good show. Tell, oh, thank you. Tell me something fucked up, or your son will come down there and break their hip. <laughs> <laughs> no, my—he's uh, the one that's got to take care of me. 
See, it's uh, like that Seinfeld episode. You're gonna get you're gonna get ostracized if he brings you a Cadillac or something. Uh, Ma, are the police responding right now to your location? Yeah, I'm outside, and we're really not in the best neighborhood, so we hear a we hear a lot of sirens. That's why you need a gun, Mom. You need a gun. I'm doing my best, uh, baby. Uh, uh. Doing my best. Even even fucking passive Jay has a gun, Mom. Come on. Yeah, I'm afraid of it, but I have one. <laughs> hey, I don't have a gun. You just don't have a gun. They don't gun. Actually, I found the one I want. I just gotta go get it. Oh, what can you want? Oh, jeez. It's a nine. It's a nine millimeter, like yours, Mike. <laughs> Mom. <gasps> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You said it earlier. You said it. What? I'm sorry. I didn't. Oh, say my it. name? No, Hold I'm not. I'm not talking. I'm not. On, these guys know my name. What she needs? No. What she needs is a Ruger LCR revolver. It's like an eight-shot twenty-two caliber. That's what she needs. I keep I telling her that. Five, a little twenty. A little Deuce Five purse wallet. I don't like the way revolvers. I don't like the way revolvers feel in my hand. Jesus Christ, Mom! I'm sorry. You're being, you're being, you're being a goddamn gun queen. That's a, you're being, a, you're being the passive J. You're being the passive J of guns right now. I didn't even know I was buying a good gun. So you can't say that. Ten millimeter. Jay, ten millimeter. Jay, Jay just said he's afraid of his gun. I am afraid of my gun. It's loud and scary. <laughs> Anyways, well, it's a it's a beautiful night down here in Florida. You guys uh, enjoy if you're in the cold weather. Oh Jesus! Um, thanks yeah. for reminding us. <laughs> it's about seventy five right now. It's gorgeous. Okay, bye, Jesus mom. Christ. That's bye. that's hot. <laughs> See ya. Thanks for calling, mom. Bye, bye, bye yes. ma. Bye, honey. Dude, passive J. <laughs> yeah, what's bye, up? Bye, tenors, mom. <laughs> I'm telling you, a little 25 purse wallet, dude. Those kill all the dudes in the movies. Like, that's what I'm. Like, it's like a Betty Davis gun, you know? She needs something little, man. You should see her shoot my nine millimeter. It's 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 comical. Bro, 380, it's yeah, but 380 is fucking tough to find, man. I know nine is tough to anything's tough to find nowadays, but 380. I haven't you seen 380. 380. You need to tell I'm, no, shelves. I'm talking about the, the ammo on shelves. I haven't seen 380 on shelves in I don't know how long, bro. I so had a 380. A, so yeah. a 380 is easier to fire than a 9mm? A 380 is basically – what a 380 is, is a, it's a 9mm short. It's German. They, they mm-hmm. called it a 9mm Kurtz, which is a, which is a 9mm short. So it's basically really a 9mm, but it's smaller. Yeah. Okay, because like yeah, that was one thing I was curious about. Back in the 90s. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm glad that I have a gun that I can hunt bears with. Uh, but I, I would like to look into another gun that's a little bit less uh, uh, fucking uh, scary. <laughs> I can't even put it any other way. Uh, I know 22s don't school, make for very good for 150 bucks, You get a 9mm for 200 and then you get the 45 or de- like Desert Eagle 45 or something like fucking kick-ass for like 400 Right, yeah. My... my- my gun was six hundred, so I, I think I overspent. But uh, for, for, I've been yeah, yeah, but your your gun, you're paying for the fact that your gun doesn't have a body on it. <laughs> that's why. That's why his guns oh, are four hundred. Oh, that's why his guns <laughs> no, are so cheap over there. They were, they were, okay, they might have been warm, but they weren't fully hot. Bro. Ah, warm. get the fuck out of here! <laughs> 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 Gypsy's over there giving me bad advice. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, um, but I, I do, I do want to get more used to, you know, jokes aside, uh, uh, I'm not scared of the 10 millimeter, but I am very, uh, um, what's the one we're, we're looking for? I have a healthy respect for it. So I definitely want to get more used to it. I bought one of those laser dry fire systems. Have you guys ever seen that before? Yeah, my buddy's got one. He likes it. Yeah, because uh, apparently uh, trigger pulling is a really important process. Uh, I don't. I feel kind of weird about doing this because, on one hand, it's a really good idea to practice your draw and to practice your trigger control, so to make sure that you're accurate. But you point something out the other day, Tenor. Most of these things are going to happen with within like ten feet. You're not even aiming. You're just sticking your hand out and pulling the trigger. So at that point, it doesn't really matter, you know, how good your trigger that point, control is. You might as well twist that shit sideways, dude. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, sideways, uh, treat it like you in a rap video. Right, right, exactly. Because uh, so while it be while it sh- would probably behoove me to get better at shooting a pistol in general, uh, you don't really have to be really super good to shoot somebody who's right in front of you. So I don't no, know but how you, much. You, but you're gonna be you. you're gonna be better if you put a target on the wall and you got your dry system. I, I'm assuming your dry fire system works with an application on your phone where you put a target on the wall and then you set your phone up. That's what it looks and, like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, but you're always going to be better when you can, you got a quick draw, you know, in, in some of those laser systems with the application on your phone, have a timer and, and, and a, a, like a, a beep. So when the mm-hmm. beep goes, you draw fire and at times how quick you're doing that. So your point mm-hmm. and aim is going to be much, much quicker if you're doing that. So it's yeah. always going to behoove you to, to, to do something like that. It's not, it's not a waste of money. Don't talk yourself into thinking that it was because it's not. <laughs> Because you're not going to get the reps with live rounds. A, you're not going to be able to find the rounds for that thing to have that. And B, if you could find the the, the rounds to have the reps with it, you're not going to be able to afford it. Right. And that's right, just right. a fact. That's not me being a dick. That's just a fact. This shit's expensive. Well, oh, no, no. Here's Great what you do, Jay. Jay, I got to around. That's the best I can find. set you up. Uh-huh. Jay, you got a backyard, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. You got a backyard, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great okay. pickle. So here's what you do, Jay. This is what you need to do, and this is going to happen. You need to take this to the OG, take pictures when you do it. Okay, so there's some, there's a thing called um, a blow-up pub. So you can get, like, an old-school pub, like, looking like an old, like, saloon-looking thing. They're inflatable. Okay. And so you okay. can rent one of those, right? You can either <laughs> rent one or buy one. And so you, you rent an inflatable pub. You get your new pimp hat, your Neo Trench, and then you go in there and you set up your dry shooting in that saloon, bro. And you're gonna be a fucking Neo. cowboy, dude. <laughs> She's gonna love your ass. I'm having the of the year, right there, bro. Right there. <laughs> fucking do it. Oh, that's the greatest thing I've heard all day. The blow up pop. They don't. They don't like the leather trilby. The Neo Trench. I don't have a Neo. I got a formal trench coat. It doesn't look like a Neo Trench. That's a Neo Trench, bro. Die that shit back. That's a Neo Trench. Or a okay. woman's cardigan. It's a, a form. Whatever it's you a, want it's to call like, it. Yeah, jitsu cool. though. He's got to go with yeah. the leather trilby, correct? The leather trilby, well, right? Yeah, the leather trilby. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. That's, that's, it can't, the, wait a minute. My other hat matches it way better. The guns on the sides. <laughs> it like pulls the gun from the other side, you know? That's usually the hat <laughs> of that guy. The guy that has his gun on the opposite hip and pulls like sideways because he's extra fast. That's oh, the, the cross, cross draw! Cross Little, draw, he, he wears know? it backwards. Cross draw. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Which I did notice, by the way. Had guys just Dude, right to the right hip. Listen, you know? Jay. If you ever gonna do a duel, if you if you mm-hmm. come across the guy with a cross draw, that's like wrestling a guy with cauliflower ears. If you see a guy with a cross draw, just fucking walk away. 
Okay. Do not mess with that. Dude. Invite to your salute. Seriously. <laughs> if he's got a cross draw, you need to walk away, sir. It's good to know. That's that's good advice. That's like uh, I heard a similar thing. Like never play pool with someone who is named after a state or a city. Yeah, and, also, and if they've I got their agree. own, they've got their own cue. Don't play with oh, a yeah. guy with his own cue. If he's not don't using bar cues, no, you don't never play with play with a guy who brings in his own table. That's just a bad fucking idea, especially if he carries yeah. it in by himself. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> that's because he took an extra shot of TRT that week. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of which, I wonder what's going to happen to me since I'm, I'm taking testosterone replacement therapy and not working out right now. Am I just going to become a big, flat, a pimply blob or something? Well, I don't think you're going to be as big a fat tub of shit as your fucking co-host, your old co-host, but I think you're going to be all right. <laughs> oh, yeah. We haven't, we haven't made fun oh. of Ryan in a little while. Let's hey, go ahead with hey. that. Jay, did you did you watch the video that that Juicer bumped over on Discord with him saying that he was a, a voice over professional? No, I didn't do that. You I have, you all, buddy. I just, it, it's, like I he's got this big stupid mic and his big fat swollen face and his stupid patchy beard, and he's like, he like turns to the camera, he's like, "Hey there, I'm Ryan, and I'm a pro- <laughs> it's so it's so not hey there." I'm Ryan, and I'm a professional voiceover actor. <laughs> okay, can, okay, so, so can someone, can some flyover fuck explain to me why the fuck do these voiceover actors and I've got, you know, um, barn boy number three in fucking Cedar Rapids, Iowa who wants to, like, fucking hold me down and butt rate me for calling people flyover fucks. He's acting in movies in community theater in Des Moines fuck nowhere. But Des Moines? Fuck California. Des Moines. Des Moines De Niro. I, I was called Des Moines. Fuck it. That's Des Moines Dude, De Niro. We I love we say it how we want. I love the nickname Des Moines. You call him Des Moines De Niro. I fucking spit my coffee out. <laughs> fucking douchebag. Like, I'm a good dude. I don't, I'm just sitting here busting balls. This guy comes into every fucking thread. This douchebag. As if I'm fucking. <laughs> the only other fucking idiot that does that was Tex Douche, who. Now I got the whole rest of the fucking. I, I'm claiming ownership of call, being the first guy to call him text douche. Now everyone calls him text douche because he's a fucking Texas fucking douche. You know. <laughs> yeah, get, get closer to Micah, Juice. Uh, Jits, we, we can barely hear you. Ah uh, man, I'm it's, a re- it's a recurring problem. I'm, I hear him fine, know. Jay. I don't you even know what you're talking mind. about. Ah. Oh, speaking of Texas, so what do you guys think to- about that? About that fucking freezing down there, guys. Could have happened to a nicer state. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know anything about it. I, I don't. I, I don't follow the news. I don't know what's going on in the world, and I love it that way. Oh, okay, a, a really uh, their, brief their wind update. turbines froze, and they're blaming liberals for it or something. Kind of. Um, they've had really bad weather there for like a week now. Really like sub sub zero weather. You know, like really like winter for everybody else in Texas. Uh, which is, Texas is not set up for. So like uh, like a lot of the wind turbines froze, so they lost power. And here's the thing. Texas is not attached to any of the rest of the United States' power grid, uh, which sounds weird because uh, like almost every other state, they're attached to other power grids because that way if they have issues, they can divert power. But it's a good thing. These guys are not on the power grid because they wanted to avoid federal regulations uh, so that they so that the people that own the power company could run it whatever way they fucking wanted to. And so you get things like this happen. And I have no clue which politician voted that in or any of that shit because I don't care about the political stuff. That's just clearly a fucking stupid idea right off, right from the start. Are they really sub-zero or are they just sub-32 degrees? 
Oh, probably. No, that, no. I think they've said that the, it's gotten below zero a couple at, at night there and shit. Uh, there, there's yeah, tons like of pictures are dying of people. Yeah, yeah, because they don't know how to deal with it. There's all kinds of pictures of people whose houses have their pipes have burst and shit like that because they didn't know enough to like you know um, empty out their uh, you know close off the main and empty out their taps when it got really cold because when uh, when they lost electricity they lost heat. You know, um, and most of those te Texas houses aren't exactly built for uh, keeping the heat in anyway. So I imagine it got pretty cold in a lot of them really quick. Uh, that cane man uh, guy that on the uh, forum is from Texas and he was talking uh, today. I think he posted or yesterday he posted that it was 38 in his house and getting colder by the minute. So it's not a fun time for anybody out there. I don't think. No, that sucks. You know, I don't I don't want I don't know those fucking people, obviously, but I don't, I don't want anybody to fucking die or get hurt. But you got to be a little fucking smarter. I mean, I guess if you lived in Texas or Florida your whole life, you wouldn't know how to deal with shit like this. But it's just the norm where I live. So I, I feel it's a little silly to not um, not know how to deal with it or not maybe have a kerosene heater stored somewhere that you can pull out and fucking fire up in your house. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it, it's, I know, it's, it, I want to be judgmental. I'm trying not to be because I realize that if you live, like you said, if you live well, in Texas in your entire life, why the fuck would you have a space heater for anything? Ah, uh, just well, for, the, for, for, for that. You know what I mean? Well, well and, and in addition to the electricity, I forgot to mention their gas mains also froze because they had shitty gas mains and never had, you know, never had this issue before. So, uh, of course, they had moisture in their lines. And that fucked their shit up. So they didn't have electricity or gas. So you know they had no way to heat themselves. And you know who? Do you know who? Uh, you and, know who and, I and, really? And you know, oh, and one well, thing, uh, the roads are all uh, fucked up, so they can't really go uh, anywhere. Uh, they can't go get propane. You know, you know who I really feel bad for though? The people that that, that fled like the, the flyover fucks that fled California, <laughs> went to Texas, <laughs> and now they're fucked with the freeze. Oh, they're fucking hell, oh. oh, dude! They're so. <laughs> Uh oh, we lost him. <laughs> uh oh, Jitsu, you're, you're fucked. Like... Oh, bro. Are you we can't. He's so bad. I can't. I don't even. He doesn't show up on the caller list anymore. <laughs> Jitsu, you're fucked right now. We can't hear you. Yeah, did you go, did you go that, hide in your bomb shelter or something? Is that what this that, is? That's my fucking oath. Oh, there he is. He's back. You okay, about it? You okay buddy? No, he's fucked. <laughs> what, yeah, what's with so, Sly Dog? What, what's with Sly Dog calling in and then muting the whole fucking time? <laughs> I know he said be right back and he never came Jesus back. Jesus fucking Christ, Sly. I assume it has something to do with his daughter. <laughs> I want to know how much money your daughter spent on your credit cards, plural, plural in the last yeah. two days. He showed me one the other, from yesterday. It wasn't too bad. I think, I think like, no, that wasn't actually when he posted that. It was like the biggest, the big, biggest expenditure was like a Lululemon $237 purchase or something. That's right off the top of my head. I right, could yeah, be wrong, exactly. but it, 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 it was like, around there. Can you hear me now? Trips. Yeah, it was one wait, pair of yoga pants. What? Wait, God no, damn no, 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 no. I'm still, am I still muted? No, you're good, bro. No, you're good. Slide dog. Right. $237 was one pair of Lululemons. Yeah. Oh my wow. goodness! I thought maybe yeah. she bought like like a whole warm up suit or something. I don't know. That doesn't wow. surprise me. I heard the stuff is ridiculously overpriced. That's crazy. Yeah, Jay, well, that's right the, the whole thing. It's a old... go ahead. No, go ahead. Sorry. On the corner of Maple and Woodward. Oh fuck yeah! You're in Ritzy Land. 
<laughs> oh yeah, I, I knew you would get that, yeah. but they probably don't. Yeah, so yeah. You, uh, you, he's he's in a very affluent area right now, uh, the Birmingham. Yeah, area. that's like that's, that's like. Nice, like that's like when I de- I visit Denver. That's like Cherry Creek. You go to fucking Cherry Creek. You know you're going to spend some cashola. Yeah, they don't have. Dude, any, have, they don't have, have any we, in that area. Have you go guys ahead. ever been to uh, Italy? No. Anyone? Mm, uh, oh, say. So you go to Italy and you go to the. We went to Rome and uh, the fucking Spanish Steps. Right is where all this shit comes from. If you go to go to the Spanish Steps in Rome, it's. Like you're like shit. This is where all this crap comes from. It's the they're all the same place. Like Fifth Avenue, uh, L.A., Miracle Mile, Chicago, any famous place. They all have the same fucking stores. Gucci, uh, you know Louis Vuitton, Prada, all that shit. They're all every, like they all. This is the original. It's like ground zero for all this shit. And that's like and so you go there and it's like all the Guidos are like, oh no, we do it like this in Guido Land, and that's where all this stuff comes from. So every Every city has one of those places now, you know, somewhere to fucking drain the dad for the daughter's fucking toys, you know? Yeah, yeah. It, I'm lucky it, my it, life. My it, wife it, likes coach. <laughs> Why is that, is that? Is that lower on the scale? I don't know how any of that shit works. Yeah, it's 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 like low. It's like tier one of expensive, uh, expensive purses. Bullshit, you know, it's like tier one, I'd say. Uh, oh, OK, that's not too bad. Michael I don't I'm, know I'm training. I'm training my seven. I'm training my seven-year-old daughter to think that uh, Salvation Army and thrift shopping is cool. So that that's where I'm going with that. But she's only I seven. Full, so grunge. I can imagine when she gets to twelve or thirteen. Well, you know that worked out for me too. My mom did a lot of shopping in Salvation Army. <laughs> Although it was funny, she's uh like after I was an adult, she'd shop for me at the Salvation Army. Every once in a while, I'd stop by a series. She's like, "I got you some pants." I'm like, "How the fuck did you find pants that fit me?" She goes, "Oh, I just go to the Salvation Army. I go over to the jeans rack and see if any of them are hanging a lot longer than the rest of them, and check those." Oh, oh, oh it's okay, honey. There's a there's a really tall hobo that lives right by here, and he always comes <laughs> in and trades in his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the hobo clothes, Mom. I appreciate that. <laughs> Ma, why this does what... it smell like piss? Come on, Ma. <laughs> hey, all my fucking clothes come from fucking thrift stores, man. I'm not paying full price for shit, son. <laughs> well, yeah, that's because we're cl- we're class in '94. We did that shit back when it was ironic, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we did that shit Don't you think? Cobain. <laughs> yeah and yeah i can't i see that once again my size prohibits me from doing stuff i'd like to because realistically speaking i really can't go to a thrift shop or a salvation army and find clothes that fit me you know jokes aside about my mom, mom finding the side that was like a, probably three times in the 10 years that she was going there so it's not a really good option for me um one of the things that have annoyed me lately is uh, as you guys know i've started getting hats uh and it is fucking hard to find a hat in my size i went to the kangle is that how you say it right kegel the hat, Kegel is an exercise. Kegels. It's Kegels yeah. is what it is. Okay, you got to yeah. wear Kegels on your head. All right. Okay. Well, I went to their website and I, I did look at every single hat that they had, but every single hat that I looked at did not come in my size. And it's distressing. I'm like, what? This is a major hat f- company. They don't make hats in my size? Listen, Herman what Munster, you, have you seen size? your fucking head? Have you seen I, I, your head? I wear double Jesus, X. Dude, I'm a I'm a seven and seven eighths half or seven and three quarters. I have a huge head. The fuck That's kind big. of Cro-Magnon head do you have? 
I dude, I know it's like, 24 and a half inches diameter, and the hat uh, and the, the hat size is double XL. The only one I don't remember is the the seven and seventh eighths or whatever the fuck that is. So uh, I got a double XL Kangle right here for you, bro. Oh, see, it's well, used, they don't have them so on their website. <laughs> yeah, I'll get, I'll get, I'll get oh, yeah. one. But it's good to know that they do exist. Like it's funny because I went no, to yeah, a couple, of, like I went to like a couple of hat stores and then like put in double uh, XL and they came up with a couple of hats and one or two of them were were a Kangle, but uh, fucking you go to their website and you can't find a single one. It's it's depressing. I, I realize that you know I'm not, I do have a large head, but uh, I didn't realize it would limit my choices quite so much. Well, Dude, you know, I had uh, that's. You know that's like the, the the biggest the most ultimate bigotry right there, right? Everyone's biased against large ex, large people. Like you can barely get double XL, you can't get triple XL in anything because and the reason is is because it's so much extra clothing, like fabric that no one none of the clothing companies want to make it. So you make a really small number of 2 and 3 a much smaller amount of 2 and 3 XL clothing. So mm. that's they're biased against big people. And then if you go to like a big and tall store or something, because, you know, you, you fucking ate a little too much in, in for Thanksgiving or something and you want to buy just like, you know, a Johnny Cash shirt and a 3XL to, you know, cover up your fucking Bell Bell. And you got to pay 40 bucks instead of 20 for it because <laughs> they're biased bigots. Like, okay, oh, the he, fat guy's going to be rich? What, what the fuck? <laughs> okay, here's the, and here's my problem with those stores because, you know, what I complained, I can't get any clothes that fit me. They're like, oh, go to the big and tall stores. I'm like, no. There's one problem with that. The and. Big and tall. They don't believe in big or tall. They think that if you're tall, you're fucking big. And I'm not. I, I, there's like a, like a, uh, I wear a double XL hat, a double XL shirt. I would be fucking swimming in. I, I, can, uh, I can almost get away with a large, except for it's, it's too short on me. It becomes a belly shirt. But if I wear an extra large or a double XL, then all of a sudden it's, it's like I'm wearing a sail. That sounds well, terrible, see, Jay. You're a victim you want of circumstances XLT. with that. <laughs> yeah, I want. You I want, want XLT? Like, yeah, which is extra long, tall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And and extra large, tall. That. But they're not. That's not out there for the most part. Like, yeah, especially not any kind of like major fashionable kind of brand or anything like that. You're not gonna. Uh, you know, JC Penny does them. You, you can go get your exactly. JC Penny on it. And that's fine for you, Detroit. You, you should be fine with JC Penny, right? <laughs> fine for you, Detroit. <laughs> Fuck you. That's right. <laughs> JC Penny, home of London Fog. You can get fucking London Fog from JC Penny, bro. Hell yeah. Guys, dude, ser dude, seriously, you guys have people. no idea how you have no idea how respectful I was when I started on the OG. I was really stoked <laughs> to be there. I was actually I was actually getting information from these flyover fucks. I used to like 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 appreciate the information they had. And then like, there's a thing, if you're a Star Wars dork, only Sith steal in absolutes, right? Only Sith steal in absolutes. Every dickwad on that place says everything like it's the absolute truth. They fucking know it for sure. They're so goddamn positive of themselves. That's what eventually turned me full fucking heel on that place. Right, I just became full flyover fuck Jay asshole. But, I really was. I really liked everyone there before. Now I just, you know, shit posting all day. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I, if you notice my activity down uh, there has decreased a little bit. I'm still going to try to be as active as I can because I do love the place. But it's hard sometimes. They they make it hard. They, they you're, you're, you know, I'm just trying to throw shit out there to entertain people, and sometimes it feels like it's not really worth the fucking effort. Dude, I'm barely there now that now that we're on Discord. I'm fucking barely there. I enjoy our bullshit on Discord so much more than going over there. Yeah. Too negative. Dude, I've had so much fun. Like, dude, Tanner, when I first saw you on the fucking post to picture of yourself, 
fucking couple years ago, I thought, who the fuck is this guy? You know? And I'm all stuck. <laughs> who the fuck is this psycho? Fucking, all fucking ripped up, taking cop pictures. And then, then he turned out to be a fucking great guy. I thought you were going to be a prick. You know? So. <laughs> I look, I look, I realize. See, when I deal with people, I know I look like the biggest cocksucker in the world. So I expect that someone's going to fucking be a little kind of leery or offensive towards me just because I yeah. look like a dick. So it, it's it's easy. Once you realize if you're self-aware, it's real easy to get along with people. I'm self-aware. I look like a huge cocksucker. Yeah, that's me. I, once, I, I, once you embrace like – I've, I've been able to make people want to punch me since I was a little kid. Like I can I'm – I'm like an analog troll. I was – doing this shit before it was on the internet i used to know how to make people want to fucking you know i made girls want to fucking kill me in third grade i knew how to just say something goofy i used to know how to sing the fatty boombaladdy song you know because <laughs> i saw that on uh, the half hour comedy hour once back in the day and just sing start singing uh, he's a fatty boombaladdy fatty boombaladdy use a fatty boombaladdy and just don't fucking stop and then you called it's r- funny <laughs> You called Dalton a fatty boombalady yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Fa- yeah, I pulled out some of my old my old material yesterday. I called him. Lard- he said, "Fuck California," so I said, "Fuck you, lardass." And then I, you know, I just did the deal. But that's just a troll. It's just that's a troll from sixth grade. I used to do. You know what I mean? Like I've been doing this shit. Like I tell all the Texans, dude, uh, your entire image of yourself comes from fucking California. John Wayne is a guy named Marion from Glendale. Okay. Like straight up, <laughs> probably went both ways. Who knows? You know, fucking oh, love it. <laughs> God, yeah, it's fucking all we are getting to in Hollywood. Hey, guys, speaking yeah. of people like Dalton, not yeah, Dalton the- specifically, but I was on a flight one time and I actually took a picture of as proof. Uh, this dude was so fat next to me on the seat; it was the worst flight of my life. I stood up for most of the time. And I stared him down. I stared him for five minutes straight until he finally looked at me and, and, and made sure that, that I fat shamed him uh, as much as I possibly could without actually doing it and getting caught. Because he should have had to buy two tickets. Dude, uh, Sly Dog, tell me, tell me once he made eye contact with you, you just looked down at his gut and looked up at his eyes, down at his gut, up at his eyes, just like the whole time. <laughs> You you guys already know how much of an asshole I can be, and when I have and and he should have had to buy two seats. It would have been cool then. Then knock yourself out if you're going to pay for your own bills and your own shit and and live that way. That's fine. I have no problem with it. But that affected me. That affected the five hundred bucks I spent on that flight, which was hell. Oh yeah, and, I, I I have, and as always, I have proof. I don't, I'm like, picture as, soon, as soon as I find him, you're not going to believe this. I remember he had the, and the, and he like drew attention to his calves that were like bigger than Jay's head. These calves were ginormous, were fat, and he tattooed them even. <laughs> I've seen well, that. Nothing I, like, I, I guess yeah. they get passed up the canvas. Well, fat always looks better when you're tatted down. Trust me. <laughs> Fucking ask Aska. Dalton, Bill Hill, tell you. you know probably, I mean? probably true. It, it breaks up. It breaks up that expanse and makes it look not as big. I think. Like that's why all the pro wrestlers tan. You know, fat looks better tan. <laughs> oh, I thought you said like, tan. In, like tattooed. I was like, when, yeah, when I, uh, the the, the, no. the uh... either or. 
I used to I used to travel for a living, so I used to go. Uh, I used to have full blown uh, airplane wars on over fucking the the armrest. There, there's a yeah. fucking war going on in the middle seat with like, because I won't get on the middle. I ain't sitting in no middle seat. You better fucking book me somewhere else because I'm big and I'm not sitting in the middle seat. Because the minute I get in the middle seat, the two assholes on either side of me are gonna be pissed because I'm taking the the I'm taking one of these armrests. I'm gonna be respectful. But no one ever wants to share the armrest. And it's like, no. motherfucker, motherfucker, you got a window, you got a aisle seat, and you can't even give me a fucking armrest? You prick. There's a Bill oh. Burr bit about that. There's a Bill Burr bit about that where the aisle gets more legroom, the window gets something else, and the guy in the middle gets both both armrests. And yeah, he, he exactly. Goes, that's, that's etiquette. That's proper yeah, etiquette. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. But yeah, and yeah, they don't want to do it. And then, so like, you'll get to one dude that you. I always get the alpha that thinks he's gonna fucking like because I look respectable. I'm like a respectable looking white boy. You'd be surprised. And then like you know, the degenerate in me has to come out where I just start like leaning into it. I spread real. I have to. I'll fucking. You don't ever want to be on a. The only person who scared the shit out of me that I had to sit next to on an airplane. One time was Boss Rootin' because there's no way I'm fucking with Boss Rootin' when I'm stuck next to that guy. And he's got like ADHD <laughs> or something. So he's like fucking snapping and bouncing the whole fucking plane ride, bro. That guy's like just moving the whole fucking time. There's some Adderall. Sh- there's something going on there with Boss, you know? So does he look at you and go, dang it, dang it, dang, boom, headbutt out of nowhere. Yeah, he talks real fast. And he'll okay, good. And then he puts his headphones on. And he put his headphones on and started watching his movie or whatever. And it was like, you know, we had a little small talk and okay, now sit back for the, for the ride. This motherfucker's like flinching and just like, I don't know if muscle reflexes or he's just like imagining palms striking people. I don't know, but that guy's fucking moving the whole flight. He's it's like, it's like sitting next to Chuck Dow when he's coked out watching a fucking live fight. Yeah. I love that clip. Those clips of Chuck uh, Liddell watching fights go, oh, oh, <laughs> leaning, leaning left and right, and just fucking get so goddamn it. Oh, man, that's so great. Dude, oh, fucking, great. dude, Sly hates Chuck, but Chuck is a fucking cool dude in person, dude. Chuck Liddell is a fucking real, and his brother's cool, and fucking uh, Packleman, they're all good dude. Like, that was the coolest thing about working with the UFC and in tap out and stuff was like, for the most part, they're all pretty cool dudes. Some of them are fucking pricks, prima donnas, but for the most part, like, like Chuck, good dude. Like that guy's like, hey, what's up? You know, the night he got dropped by Shogun, he was at the fucking, he was at the after party group. That guy can dance, man. He was at the after party fucking getting down, dude. It was fucking comedy, dude. <laughs> I was fucking doing, I was fucking doing shots with him a fucking hour after he got dropped by fucking, like an hour or two after Shogun beat him, dude. <laughs> fucking oh, nice. I, I cannot die without seeing Chuck Liddell dance. I need to find that clip of that someplace. <laughs> Oh, that fucking groove, bro. I've seen I've seen him get down. He can fucking cut a rug. <laughs> I've seen I've seen Randy Couture dance and it's not fucking pretty, y'all. I'm sure you've seen it See, too. Randy isn't Randy's not very nice. Randy doesn't really care for his fans or to take pictures with people. Um nice to me, like he took a picture with me, but I'm a sponsor, so you know. But overall, he him and like Matt Hughes was never very Matt you said some clown like would clown fans that would like come up and want a picture and stuff. You're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> fucking just straight, <laughs> fucking, fucking uh, dick. That's like Robbie Lawler. 
<laughs> fucking Robbie Lawler were sitting there. I'm sitting there with Robbie Lawler one day. And we just finished up the, the autograph session, right? Like the whole thing's over and some guy's walking through with his girlfriend. And he's like, stoked. Oh my God, that's Robbie Lawler, you know? I'm like, hey, and you're, it's like, get, get, take a picture with him or something, you know? Like, obviously, this guy wants to, is nervous to ask you for a picture or something. He's like, I was like, he's a big boy. He can fucking over here and take a picture if he fucking wants. I just no fucks <laughs> given. <laughs> Kid walked off. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I've, uh, but that, like, they're, they're cool to their fans for the most part. Like, you know, but th- those guys get over it. Like, I don't know. Have you guys ever done that? Have you guys ever ran into a celebrity and you knew you knew who he was, but you didn't like acknowledge it? You just treated it like a like a normal conversation or anything like that? Oh, sure. You fuck you. Yeah. You want to hear my? I do this. I do this to all sorts of flyover fucks or the famous fucks. I don't know whatever you want to call them, but I do that to everyone because yeah, you're never supposed to in L.A. act like you've. The way it works in L.A. is you you better act like you've been there before. You know, don't don't act impressed because they'll smell that shit and love. Oh, I got someone to jock me because these are all narcissists. Right. So mm-hmm. like my old pub at the bottom of the streets called a uh, Pickwick's on uh, Ventura Boulevard in Canoga. And I'm just going to fucking burn this guy. <laughs> he fucking this guy comes in and you're going to laugh when I see when you hear who he is. And so this guy is a regular at this fucking pub. Right. And he comes in all the time and you'll see him talking about how like. Oh, rough crowd last night. Rough crowd. Oh, it was tough. You know, you're like, who the fuck? Like, oh, he's doing like he's doing his stand up routine or he's hosting a show or something. Oh, it's Dangerfield. It's got to be Dangerfield. No, 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 no. This is awesome. And so my buddy is a diehard Howard Stern listener. And so we're sitting there at this bar and I'm explaining to him how Howard Stern sucks now because he fucking became soupy sales. He became everything that he fucking hated when he was when he was actually cool, which is the truth. I listened to Howard Stern from the beginning all the way. I I was listening to him not that long ago. It shit ain't the same. He is, he is a hypocrite of the first order. Um, but I mean, my, some of those, some people are still diehard Stern fans and that's fine. Go ahead. Not for me anymore. Right. Got a little too, too goofy. Um, not, not goofy enough actually. So I'm sitting there and he keeps arguing it to the point where I'm finally like had to break it down to him. Dude, and he's got his, he's got his, he's facing, my buddy's facing me, right? And right behind him, while I'm sitting there explaining to my friend how Howard Stern sucks now since Artie Lang left and all the stuff, is stuttering John, drinking a beer right next to us. And he so wants to jump into my fucking conversation, right? And he's looking at me dead in the eyes like I'm supposed to acknowledge he fucking exists, right? But Howard Stern said, I'm still more on Howard Stern's side than that guy. So fuck that guy. I didn't acknowledge he existed at all. I totally no-sold the fact that it was stuttering John at all. You know? <laughs> He's just fucking the whole fucking time. And every time I'm in that bar and I see that fucking guy, I can quote Stern like nobody's business, dude. Mega schmega dildos. And this fucking guy, just never, like I will never give him the time. I will never give it to him. You know? I'll never fucking <laughs> do it. And then yeah. the... The other dude I did it to was um, we were sitting. I was talking gangster shit. We were all drinking one night at my wife's bar. We're talking some gangster shit about the '90s, and like I'm a history dork, so I just like the way I know stuff is um, I have like I'm a history nerd. I'll just say that, but like I moved a lot as a kid, so I remember things by eras of like where I lived, you know. So I, I'm able to say pretty accurate with stuff because I only lived in any one place for a couple years, you know. So. I remember how something happened, blah, blah, blah. We're, we're talking about, uh, 
I forget what we were talking about, but we were talking about gangs and stuff. And fucking High Top from fucking Colors is sitting there because he's all he drinks at our bar at the bar all the time. And I turn around, I'm like, well, fucking let's ask High Top. But then he's got like a 50 year old man who does not want to talk about the fact that he's high top. You know, he did a bunch of other (laughs) acting work and shit. This motherfucker turned and ran out the bar. (laughs) Fucking ran. I ran that fool right out the bar. It's like, well, let's ask high top. What do you think, high top? (laughs) Just didn't want to fucking talk about it. Shit. Tanner, you said you had one too? Yeah, I was I was in Whiskey Joe's, which is uh, in between Clearwater, right over the, the Courtney Campbell Causeway, in between Clearwater and Tampa. And everybody, I mean, most people know that um, the Yankees do their spring training at Legends Field in Tampa. I think it's Steinbrenner Field now. But I was Dude, in that's Stripper like Park. 1990, probably eight or 1999. And I'm in Whiskey Joe's, and there's a bunch of Tampa Bay Bucks in there, and fucking Derek Jeter's in there because he's down for spring training. And I didn't know he was there. I think I, I took a piss or something. My buddy, who I was with, comes up. He's like, dude, I just met Derek Jeter. And he's, he's being such a fucking fanboy. And I can't stand that shit. These people are people, and I'm going to treat you like a person. And, I, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to treat yeah. you with respect as long as you treat me respect. But I'm not going to suck your cock, man. I don't give a fuck who, the, who you are. So my buddy comes up. He's like, dude, I just married Derek Jeter. And he was all in a tizzy. I, was, I told him that, you know, every time me and my son are playing catch, he's got to be Derek Jeter. I'm like, what are you doing, you fucking jackass? And you wonder why you're not still hanging out with him because you're a fucking fanboy. They so, do, they want no part. They, do you want to let him fuck your wife while you're at it, bro? Because he gave exactly. everyone else herpes. Exactly. So I, I fucking I I happened to be walking by him and I was like and he kind of made eye contact with me and he's not as tall as you would think he is because I'm five nine and I think he's listed at six foot or six one and I, he wasn't much taller than me. But, you know, besides the fact I fucking I looked and I was like, what's up, man? And he's like, hey, I'm like, yeah, I, I gave him a pound and, and all of a sudden we just started talking. And that's what that's it was. That's the correct way suck- to conduct. That's, I'm not that's sucking your dick. It's not going to happen. I'm sorry. You're I'm trying being. to get famous for being. all the wrong reasons. Damn it. <laughs> so, yeah, well, and I refuse. I'm not asking anybody for their fucking autograph. None of that shit. It's not going to well, happen. Well, you, know you know what they're actually You know what they're actually called? Like the, the athlete that goes to like, like, um, like my wife, my wife, my wife's a bartender, right? So she knows a lot of people. And it's funny. You get a lot of the. Uh, she actually has a lot of black celebrity friends because a, a couple of bars she goes to, like Eric Davis has a big crowd. You see, but like Bobby Brown, you know, I'm, he, Bobby Brown had to apologize to me for hitting on my wife in front of me. He's like, "Oh man," I, I was like, "Dude," I was like, "It's all right, bro." I had fucking, I had a what was the one I told him? I said, "Uh, I had Mr. Telephone Man when I was eight years old. It's cool, you can my girl, Mr. Telephone Man." <laughs> There's so cool it now. I told him I had cool it now. That was it, cool it now. <laughs> And then, and then, but he's cool, you know, like he, he's cool. Bobby's cool, you know, Arsenio Hall, really respectful, nice guy. Um, so anyway, point being, um, there was a, they called them jock sniffers. Like if you come up sniffing jocks, bro, you're mm. a jock sniffer. Like I went to, I get to see, I haven't seen him in years, but uh, the, the guy, I, I went to high school with a guy named Randy Wolf, who was a pitcher for the Phillies and the Dodgers and a bunch of teams. And then uh, Jamal Anderson was he was on the Atlanta Falcons. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of a few other famous people came out of my school. Jock sniffers, bro. That's the word for him. 
I've heard it from celebs, from athletes. They call yeah. you jock sniffers. You come I'm up there jock sniffing. You're a jock sniffer, bro. Don't be a jock sniffer. Yeah. Act like no. like Vic Damone gave you the best. Vic Damone gave the best fucking advice ever. Uh, Vic act like you've been there before. Yeah, Vic Damone, <laughs> bro. Fast times, brother. Do we're full? We'll, we're we're full circle because you were going with Phoebe <laughs> Cates earlier. We're yeah. full circle now. Jay's I like, told you, uh, I bring it right back. To, I brought it right Jay's back. Jay's gonna to end fast it right times. now because we're 360 degrees. I can't. Well, it's 421, right so it's. <laughs> It's it's 421. He should have already freebased his wax. I did. I did. That's why I had my uh, microphone on mute while you guys were talking. It is, it's, it's a pretty sad thing. You guys didn't even notice the host was around, so but that's fine. <laughs> Yo, I, I don't know if you noticed, Jay. I kind of talk a lot, especially that's now right. that I quit smoking weed. I talk even more. Oh, yeah. I'm actually going to think about doing that, but that's a, that's a uh, uh, topic for a different show. As far as the celebrity oh, I thing. I want to so um, bad. Yeah. Um, as far as the celebrity thing goes, I only had that happen to me once. I think uh, I was working at a CVS and Papa Roach came in. Um, so it was not like a really exciting uh, celebrity sighting. Uh, but he came up to my register and he's, you know, he's handing me stuff. I'm ringing him up and I, I just kind of give him the side eye for a second. And he kind of gives me the side eye back. And, you know, so, and then I like I rang up his stuff, gave him his feet and gave him the nod. He gave me the nod back and walked out. I'm like, I wonder how often that happens to him. There was the time. And I think I, I think I, I, uh, texted this in the discord one time there was a time that i f i fucking heckled uh jose canseco outside of a, a tampa bay Publix. <laughs> i was fucking bombed i think i was on a beer run and and i see jose canseco i'm with my my buddy that was sucking Derek jeter's dick and jose canseco is walking into the Publix, and i dip i dip into like the the shrubbery and hiding like a ninja while i'm all drunk and i'm i'm yelling i'm like hey Jose, Jose, over here. And he's fucking looking around. And dude, if that guy would have caught me, he would have fucking beat the shit out of me. <laughs> he was a big man back then, and I was not training, and I was a fat drunk. <laughs> yeah, that's a, a guy story, that's... Uh... I'll tell you what the time Jose Canseco beat my ass. Oh, God. Well, like, like, Dr. Dre used to come into my gym and... uh like, like, so instead of Papa Roach, I, I got the, I did the Dr. Dre. So a few times of him coming in, I finally went, hey, man, I just got to tell you, big fan, you know, your work, whatever. Real respectful, good guy. His wife was cool. They're getting a divorce now or some shit, but she, oh, she's, she's fucking him bad. Fucking him bad, but she had a mouth on Like, she came in one day and broke down the music industry to us, which I can't remember because it was 1998 or some shit, 99 back when this happened. But she broke it down to us, like, where we were like, oh, shit, that's how the fucking music industry, like, she was breaking down points and how all that stuff works before that was, like, a common knowledge thing, you know, like, points on a record and all that stuff. Mm. So she she knew her shit. So I'm sure she's up his ass because she didn't, she was not an idiot by any means. Like, she knew, you know, I'm sure she's probably a good lawyer up his ass right now. Mm -hmm. um, yep. Right, right. From what I understand, she does have a he, little bit of a weight to her claims that, you know, that a lot of his fortune came from her advice and management. So he might actually get fucked pretty bad because she does have kind of a point. I don't know how much of it is, how much of his success is actually due to her since he's the one with the fucking talent. But it does sound like he, his wife had something to do with it. So which gives her a pretty good claim. Well, yeah, like I said, he, he's a, he was pretty quiet and soft spoken. Like when, He'd come in. It was what do you remember when he came out all fucking jacked at one point about Super. 20 years ago? Got, yeah, he was that's jacked. my buddy. That's my buddy put him on a program, dude. I'm <laughs> sure. So um, but so that's when he was coming in and stuff, and like 
he was just a real respectful. I, I, you could, I could probably see a guy being like, like if shit got too stressful or something, I could see him being the guy that goes, I don't want to fucking deal with that. I'm going to make music. You know what I mean? Like go figure right. that out to his wife or some shit, you know? Right. Cause, but like I said, I always give him credit because you would have guys like there's a certain level, like where I live in it, where I grew up was, it used to be like mostly people that worked in the industry and then Sinbad, like you had Sinbad and uh, Lou Diamond Phillips and Kiefer Sutherland. That was about it in the, in the fucking around my, the, this, the West Valley where I lived. Right. Um, like a few celebrities, but like mostly like, mostly like those, that level of celebrity, not the super famous types, you know? And then the car, then like Ray J came in all stupid fucking uh, with his stupid posse. They, they come into my gym and uh, the guy, one of the guys taught me how to fight, beat the shit out of his fucking bodyguard in front of us. It was great. And he's just sitting there looking like a jack off. Like, like whenever I see Ray J, all I see is the guy that's sitting there looking there, watching his bodyguard beat the, getting beat the fuck up by a white guy. And he's screaming, call a cop. Get an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> so, and so this bitch fucking moves in with a stupid fucking girl. And now all of a sudden, Calabasas went from being literally called Calablackless back in the day to now it's all, all the hip hop celebrities and Kim Kardashian and all these pieces of shit in there that make the place crowded and rose the fucking prices. But before it used to just be like Sinbad and Lou Diamond Phillips would always be, you'd always see him at either powerhouse gym or one of these other spots. And he's like doing his benches while reading a script. Meanwhile, you haven't <laughs> been in a fucking movie since La Bamba, bro. What the fucking script are you reading? <laughs> Like, <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. I was like, "Whatever the fuck happened to that dude? He did oh, Lamba and the Young Guns, and then he was fucking done." Oh yeah. fuck! Hey, you see, fucking Sinbad. Sinbad would take his kids to like ice cream store. Sinbad's cool. He ain't talking shit. Kiefer Sutherland. He'd be at all the fucking bars. He'd be at all the karaoke bars, drinking and partying with everyone. That guy's cool as fuck. And he came out with a uh, like a country music album a little bit after that. Like he actually took it to. He went from fucking getting drunk and partying at karaoke at this little dive bar in the valley to actually did an album out of it and shit. So, <laughs> like, like well, I said, that's, that's kind of my little uh, pocket of where I live. You know, I was, I know, I don't mean to brag about it too much, but I am a little bit proud of where I came from since every fucking Texas dickwad on that website seems to think that I suck and we all suck. So, I sometimes, like oh, dude, I, I can it. relate. I mean, you know, um, you you come from a better area than I do, but I'm not ashamed that I, I live in the Detroit area. I'm proud of it. Certainly, no. it's, an, it's an interesting area. It's unique. It's you know, it's not fucking mid flyover fucking Kansas living in a cornfield or some shit like that. Detroit's a unique, interesting city. Granted, I, I know it's not like compared to like some of the L.A. or New York or some of those other cities, but for for what it is, I enjoy it. When I think of Detroit, I think of this the uh, the scene in the the truck scene in Beverly Hills Cop. That's about all I got. <laughs> There you go, and that's. that's I just think of, way, that is. I just hear. I just hear the point. When you say Detroit, when you say Detroit, I hear the Pointer Sisters and think of Eddie Murphy hanging out of a fucking big. Oh, <laughs> get the fuck out of here, dude. dude and that is, and that is one hundred percent accurate. As far as like they, they shot that in Detroit. That that scene from start to finish that you're seeing our streets in Detroit. So if you ever wondered what the atmosphere was fucking thirty or forty years ago, wherever the fuck that movie was made, that's pretty accurate. I've, I have to watch that movie again because um, my wife pulled up uh, the Axel Foley that doop 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 doop, doop yeah. that song the other day. I have yeah. to watch it and now and now you guys are talking about it. I have to fucking watch that again. 
Remember the dude? Yeah, that it, was was on, in, it was on uh, sale on Voodoo the other day. That's why I got it and watched it. Do you remember the dude that was in? Um, ah, what the fuck is it? Perfect Strangers was in it. Yeah, he oh, was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. he was like. This is not sexy. Like, this, he was is like, this? this is not sexy. Can you sexy. tell her, Axel, Foley is here to see her. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a little espresso. A, you should try it. <laughs> he was a good friend of my, uh, he's a good friend of my uncle who died. He went to Pasadena High School. Fucking total normal, doesn't have an accent. Cousin Balki. He was just doing a fucking thing like the way Andy Kaufman did a fucking accent and got famous off of it. Yeah. Ow, these guys are killing it on the fucking chat right now. Tit Santana says, Serge, my name is Serge. And then Serge, uh, yeah. Wolf Castle, with, with a little, little lemon twist. You should try it. Yeah. No, no, that's fuck off. You, you should, you should fuck try off. it. No, I wouldn't that fuck off. No, I wouldn't that fuck off. <laughs> please, please tell her, Achwell, Achmel, Axel, is here to see her. <laughs> it says I love, love it. Strangers. I love that. I love that sitcom <laughs> as well. I can still do the Miposia yeah, dance, great. Right, by the way. Yeah, dude, that I, that was a good show, dude. I fucking that I yeah, cousin Balky was fucking great, dude. It's kind of funny that Bronson Pinchot doesn't have more work. I he actually did an audio book I listened to not that long ago, and the whole time I'm going, it's fucking cousin Balky. Like it, was, it totally <laughs> distracted me, me from the audio book, you know, fucking meepos. <laughs> Oh shit! I think I gotta get out of here, guys. I'm sorry to cut it short, but uh, my wife's gonna kick my ass, so I'm gonna I'm gonna Jay, dust out. Jay stoked. We just gave him a half hour extra content. For sure, super stoked. Later, Tanner. All right, y'all. Peace out. Later, PJ.